Welcome to a New Beginning Podcast. I'm your host, Maureen Doyle. I'm a certified life coach, author, and coffee enthusiast. Did you know that at any moment you can create a new beginning in your health, relationships, career, or mindset? Each week, I will share simple strategies to transform your life and create new beginnings. Ready to start yours? Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about an easy strategy to end procrastination and overwhelm. First of all, I want to share with you that this happens to all of us. Don't think that you're alone. I know that I can certainly fall into procrastination and overwhelm, but I'm able to catch it sooner and do something about it. So why do we procrastinate? There are several reasons. One is what I've shared with you before, how we were designed. We were designed to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. And that is a recipe for not getting things done. That's a recipe for procrastination, for sure. Another reason is our need to do it perfectly. It's like this all or nothing thinking, again, that is so common. If I can't do it perfectly, then I'm not going to do it. And that just slows us down. All or nothing thinking goes like this. If I'm going to start exercising, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week for an hour each time. Or if I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write each day for three hours. Or if I'm going to improve my health, I'm going to start cooking all my meals at home. That is usually where we start with a goal and grand plans to make it happen. And then when it doesn't happen as we planned, we feel defeated. And the chatter begins in our brains and it goes something like this. What were you thinking? You never follow through. You can't do this. Why do you even bother? All of these thoughts just lead to more procrastination and ultimately wasting time. It's super difficult to do anything when you're feeling these negative emotions. It is like pushing a boulder up a hill. And here is the antidote to procrastination. It is called the minimum baseline. The minimum baseline is a strategy to use when you find yourself in this spin of overwhelm, of procrastination, and not getting things done. And the minimum baseline is the least amount of anything that you're willing to do. So if you want to incorporate exercise into your life and your plan is to do it five days a week, one hour each day, and you see that you're not really doing it, then try this strategy. Start with five minutes a day. Make it ridiculously small. If it's walking, take a five-minute walk each day. If it's cooking meals at home, make one meal during the week. If it's writing a book, write for 15 minutes a day. You might be thinking, This sounds crazy, but 
but let me tell you why it works. Remember, when you start out with big plans and you don't follow through, you feel bad. And nothing positive comes from feeling bad. What usually comes from feeling bad is just more inaction, more negative self-talk, more eating, more drinking, more stalling, more TV, more scrolling. But when you commit to a minimum baseline and you follow through with it, you'll feel good. You've made a plan and you did it. And positive actions come from positive feelings. Chances are you'll do it again. But I do want to caution you, however, that your sneaky brain might make fun of it. So just let it happen. Your brain might start to tell you, well, that's not good enough. You should be doing more. You're never going to get healthy with just five minutes of exercise. Notice the thoughts if they surface, but don't buy into them. Just let them pass through you. Each day that you are exercising or writing or cooking, you are slowly changing your identity. You are not only creating a new habit, but you are becoming a new person. You are taking on a new identity. A person that exercises, a person that writes books, a person that cooks meals. And not only that, you are becoming a person that honors commitments to yourself. You know, most of us honor commitments to others, but are we as good at it when it comes to ourselves? So I have five steps for you to take to bust through procrastination and overwhelm. Number one is first decide what you want to do and be specific. We are more likely to follow through on a goal if we're specific. If it's too general, for example, I want to get healthy or I want to go to the gym, that is too general. More specific would be go to the gym and walk on the treadmill for five minutes or cook one meal at home. So ask yourself this, what is the minimum that I can commit to? What feels easy? And that is where you start. Number two, plan in advance. Planning sounds boring, but it's not. What planning does is tell the executive part of your brain, the adult part of your brain, that this is what we're going to do. And then you put it on the calendar. Number three, anticipate excuses and obstacles, and come up with strategies. Have your clothes out and ready to go for exercising. Plan to have all the ingredients for your home-cooked meal. Have your desk ready for you to write. Number four, ask yourself this. Are you really committed to your goal or are you just interested There is quite a difference in energy and follow-through if you are committed. Interested feels more weak. Committed feels stronger and more powerful, and you are more likely to do it if you have a strong commitment. Number five, 
when the time comes to do it, just do it. Honor your commitment to yourself. And don't be surprised if your brain tries to derail you. Research says that if you don't take action within five seconds, your brain will try to convince you not to do it. Remember, the primitive part of our brain just wants to relax and not do anything that is uncomfortable. So when I decide to do something, I know that my brain is likely going to try and talk me out of doing it. So I count backwards. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And I do it. And this is just as important. After you've done your minimum baseline, you have honored your commitment, give yourself a high five and recognize your win. The tendency is to discount what you've done. Ah, that's nothing. It was only five minutes, big deal. And then again, you kind of feel bad. You kind of feel defeated. Instead, if you were to give yourself a high five, then you will feel the win. You will feel successful. You'll start to feel like a person who exercises, a person who is healthy, a person who honors their commitments to themselves. You might feel like a writer, an author, and your identity will slowly be shifting towards who you want to be. And it all begins with a minimum baseline. I think it's one of the best techniques to use to get yourself moving. Make it so small that it is almost ridiculous. And again, why does it work? Because it makes you feel accomplished instead of beating yourself up and feeling like a failure. And then here's a word of caution. I suggest that you don't tell others about your minimum baseline. Don't invite their opinions into your mind. You have enough to deal with, with your own negative primitive brain, and you don't need their negative thoughts. So this week, where do you need to bust up procrastination in your life? What new habits do you want to adopt? Who do you want to become? And what minimum baseline would it take for you to get started? Remember to start out ridiculously small and calendar it. And when the time comes to do it, just do it and do it fast. And after you've done it, give yourself a high five. Have a great week, my friends. Talk to you next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, check out my free workbook, Six Secrets to Getting Anything That You Want. Head over to maureen-doyle.com slash Six Secrets Guide to pick up your free copy today.